Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. Come on, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Come on, magnify the Lord with me. Come on, let us exalt his name together. Come on, the name of the Lord is exalted above all in this house tonight. Come on, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. Surely. The presence of the Lord is here. And we know that God doesn't show up on accident. He didn't come in here by accident. Amen. But when he shows up, something happens. Amen. I want to give honor to Pastor McGee and his wife and his family. Amen. Great people. Great down-to-earth people. Amen. Thank them for the invitation. We love them. Amen. They're close to our hearts. I also want to give honor to the Masons. Amen. Little do anybody know if you know. If you don't, I'll tell you. Uh, just keep it between you and I, okay? Uh, me and Brother Mason, amen, we, we were we were camp buddies. Uh, and every, every year at camp, and it wasn't because he had all the snacks in his room. It wasn't because, you know, he had all the drinks in his room. Amen. Although that played a part of it, that wasn't all. That was it. Amen. He's a great friend of mine, and I thank God for him. Amen. And I thank God for what the Lord's doing in his life. Amen. And look forward to more. Amen. If you would with me, turn with me, St. John, amen, chapter 11. Verses 43 and 44. Amen. When you have it, say amen. Over the last couple nights, uh, well, about the last week or so, the Lord gave me this and uh, really dealt with me about it last night and earlier this morning. And uh, I feel like this is for this assembly tonight. Amen. So when you have it, say amen. Amen. Verse 43. When he and when he thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth bound hand and foot with grave clothes and his face bound with a napkin. Jesus said unto them, loose him and let him go. Loose him and let him go. I want to minister to you simply for a few moments of your time simply on this topic. Cancel the funeral. Say it with me. Cancel the funeral. Put your Bibles down and throw your hands to heaven right now. Lord, we love you tonight. God, we thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. Thank you, Lord God, for the lives you're getting ready to minister to. Thank you, God, for who you're getting ready to touch in this sanctuary tonight. 
Lord, let your will be done in this congregation, God. From the front to the back, let every saint, let every visitor, Lord, feel the tugging and the moving of your spirit tonight, God. Lord, God, let your will be done in this sanctuary, Lord. Breathe life right back into the promises, God. Speak life right back into the promises, Lord, that you have spoken to your people. Lord God, we know, Lord God, that the promises of God are yea and amen. And we know, Lord, that every word that you've spoken, God, regardless of what happens and transpires, it is still going to come to pass. Lord, let every word that comes out of my mouth be orchestrated and ordained of you. Lord God, I give you the glory in this place. I give you the honor. Lord God, if you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. And Lord, I give you glory for it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Clap your hands unto the Lord. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. And the word of the Lord declares that there was a certain man that was sick named Lazarus. Lazarus' sister said, Lord, behold, he whom thou love is sick. And I want you to pay attention tonight. He gives them a specific word. He said, the sickness... It's not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified. The word of the Lord declared that when he heard that he was sick, that he stayed in the same place for two days. That's 48 hours. That's 2,880 minutes. That's 172,800 seconds. And a whole lot can change from then to now. It can either become better or it can become worse. You can get better or you can get worse. But regardless on if it gets worse, do not forget what God has said. Regardless on what happens in your life. Do not forget the promises that God has spoken unto his people. Regardless if life may throw you a curveball and we all get those at times. Do not forget what God has said. Even when people walk out on you, do not forget what God has said. We serve a God that cannot lie whether it's 48 hours or it's four days he is still going to do exactly what he said he was going to do many times when we pray we ask God to do such a thing and when God does not do it when we ask we feel as if maybe that's the answer but I want you to know that you got to wait on the Lord and you got to wait patiently on the Lord. Lazarus has been dead for four days now. To them, he was late. Uh, but in actuality, he was on time. If you would have came sooner, my brother wouldn't have died. If you would have came sooner at the time that I prayed, uh, then my brother would still be here. Sometimes it has to get worse uh, before it gets better. 
better. Sometimes it is going to get worse before it gets better. And sometimes God does not move on the need right away. Sometimes it will get worse, then he'll move. But I want you to know, it doesn't matter what it looks like. He is still going to move. If he said he was going to save your family and it looked like it doesn't look like they want to be saved, you just wait on the Lord. He's still going to save your family. He's still going to do what he said because he is God. He's God, he's God, he's God, he's God. If you would have came sooner, if you would have just came sooner, Martha, if you would have came sooner, my brother wouldn't have died. And she said, but I know, but I know that even now as I ask of God, God will give it. Even now, in the situation that you are in, God is still able. Even now, what you are facing at this present time, God is still able. Even now, with your back up against the wall, God is still able. Even in 2021, God is still able. I'm on even in sickness, God is still able. I'm on even in chaos, God is still able. Even in a pandemic, God is still able. Nothing's going to stop God. God is still able. He's able to save me. He's able to raise me. He's able to lift me up. He's able to pick me up and turn me around. He's able to set my feet up on solid ground. He's able. And Jesus said, your brother shall rise again. And of course, she was thinking of the resurrection. But Jesus said, I am the resurrection. I am the life. I am the resurrection. I, I am, I am life. And he that believe on me, though we're dead, shall live. And when she went her way, she went her way. And she go and she tells Mary, you know the story. Master has come. And when she heard, and the Bible says that she rose quickly. And then she came unto him. And now Jesus wasn't even in town yet. But he met, he, she met him at the same place Martha met him. She got up so fast that the people thought that she was going to the grave of Lazarus to mourn and to grieve and so they all followed but only to find out she wasn't going to weep at the grave she was going to weep at the feet of Jesus uh, you got one or two things you can do tonight it's up to you you can either weep over the situation you're going through or you can weep at the feet of Jesus you can weep over your problems or you can weep at the feet of Jesus you can weep over your losses and your setbacks or you can weep at the feet of Jesus. At the feet of Jesus is where I find peace. At the feet of Jesus is where I find joy. At the feet of Jesus is where I find comfort. At the feet of Jesus is where I find strength. At the feet of Jesus is where I find what I need. Throw your hands to heaven right now. Come on in the name of Jesus. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Word of the Lord declares. He groaned in his spirit. He was troubled. 
He poses a question. What's the question, Brother Seals? Where have you laid him? Where did you put your promise at? Or the last place you put your promise at? Where, where is it at? Take me to him. And the word of the Lord declares, they take him to it. And the Bible says, the shortest verse in the word of the Lord, Jesus wept. He wept. Uh, don't you ever think that God does not know and God does not feel what you are going through. Knowing he was going to raise him, he still wept. Knowing he was going to rise again, he still wept. And approaching the grave, or the Lord declares that he groaned. He said, take away the stones. But he'd been dead for four days now. Take away the stone. He stinks by now. Take away the stone. You mean to tell me that I come here after you told me if I would have came sooner, your brother wouldn't have died. And I come and tell you to remove the stone. And then you give me every excuse for why I should not remove the stone. It don't matter if it's been four days, four weeks, or four years. When God says remove the stone, then that means you remove the stone. When God says just move out the way, let me do the work move out the way and let him do the work take away the stone I'm reading I'm going right back to the scripture I'm going back to John 11 but I'm reading verse 41 through verse 43 you can follow me I am at all you want to but I want to break some things down verse 41 then they took away the stone from the place where he where the dead was laid somebody said dead was laid or the dead was laid and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said father I thank thee enter into his gates for thanksgiving father I thank thee that thou hast heard me I know that thou hearest always but because of the people which stand by I said it that they may believe that thou hast sent me and I'm reading verse 43 one more time and when he thus has spoken he cried with a loud voice Lazarus come forth can I just tell somebody something how long does it take for come forth to come out of your mouth I timed it earlier today it take point 33 seconds in order for come forth to come out of your mouth Jesus says just give me point 33 seconds just give me not even a half a second and what you've been struggling with and what's been holding you down just give me point 33 seconds I can turn your situation around in point 33 seconds when I show up I show out I just give me point 33 seconds and I'll cause it to come forth I'll cause it to live again give me point 33 seconds not long to him now is it point 33 seconds come forth Lazarus come forth and verse 44 and when that he was dead came forth bound hand and foot with grave clothes on his face bound with a napkin Jesus say unto them loose him and let him go they bound their own promise because it looked like there was no hope where there is 
is no faith, there is no hope. Where there is no faith, there is no hope. In order for something to be loosed, it has first it got to be bound. And they felt like God is not going to move. And God is not going to do anything. So let me just treat it like it's a funeral. Let me just bury my promise. And Jesus shows up in point thirty-three seconds. Lazarus, come forth. Throw your hands to heaven right now. In the name of Jesus. Come on, lift your voice right now. In the name of Jesus. It don't take God long to do what he said. It don't take God long to perform that miracle. When he shows up, it's going to happen. And it's not going to take but a little bit of time in order for it to happen. Come forth. He can speak to your spouse now and tell your spouse to come forth. He can speak to your children now and tell your children to come forth. He can speak to your sickness now and tell you to be healed. It don't take God long whatsoever. It don't take God long at all. For 10 years, I had a promise of the Lord. 10 years. And in my eyes, it seemed like it's not going to happen. Ten years. I seen a vision of my mother being baptized in Jesus' name. I seen a vision of my mother going down in water ten years ago. And I always kept a hold of that promise. Not knowing what was going to happen, I know God is going to do something. And so ten years go by. 10 years of no 10 years of I'm not coming to church oh I didn't grow up in church I'm first I'm first generation I, I didn't grow up they didn't force it down my throat I, and they didn't tell me to go to church I honestly did what I wanted to amen they didn't force me to do anything and so 10 years amen of no's and as I, I get into church no 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 and she be the one saying you Pentecostal epistolic you guys run too much well there's a problem if I walk into the house of God and for the presence of God and I just sit there, uh, you'll think something's wrong with me. Amen. Ain't nothing wrong with me. And so no, 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 no. I felt like that was all she knew. No. And so mama, it was back in December of 2019. Mama, yes sir. So I'm on my way home. Me and my wife, we're, we're on our way home for the holidays. I said, Can I give you a Bible study? She looks on the phone, she didn't look on the phone. She was on the phone, she quiet for a second. And she said, you know what? Yes. I said, absolutely. She was a Baptist. And she always had this mindset, I was born Baptist and I'm going to die Baptist. That junk. Amen. And I, I said, Mama, I'm going to give you this Bible study. And I had it in my mind. I'm going to talk to her about baptism in Jesus' name. I'm going to talk to her about infilling the Holy. I'm going to talk to her about these things. Amen. Because we don't know the day or the hour. I want you to be ready. And so I began to give her the Bible study. I walked into the cafeteria because we met at a restaurant. Folks can't deny free food. And so I said, Mama, I said, here's the script. I began to give her the Bible study about Jesus' name, baptism. 
baptism. She said, well, I was baptized Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. I said, I agree with Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, but the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost is Jesus. And I said, Mom, if you were baptized in Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, you were baptized wrong. If you were baptized in Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, there was no remission of sin. Amen. The name take away the sin. And a Bible study of two, and a Bible study of three. And then I began to talk to her about the Holy Ghost. And amen. And she really began to get into it. And amen. And I asked her one question. I said, Mom, I said, you see it now? And she said, yes, son, I see it. I do see Jesus' name baptism. I never saw this. My pastor, she said, they always taught us Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. I said, that's why it's a good idea to dive in it yourself and realize that it's not Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. It's Jesus' name baptism. Amen. I talked to her about Acts 2.38. I said, Mom, can I baptize you now? And she said, absolutely, son. Ten years ago. Ten years ago. Ten years that vision. And ten years later that vision come to pass. I take my mother to that church. December 19, 2019. I baptize my mother in the precious name of Jesus Christ. She comes out of that water. She said, I feel good. That's what happened when you get baptized. You gonna feel like a new creature. Old things are passed away and all things are made new. She got out of that water. She says, you want to know what son I said what she said I want to make this my home church and so she make it her home church that Baptist lady that was Baptist all her life Jesus turned it around in 10 years amen and we baptize her in the name of Jesus and that's her home church right now What are you saying, Brother Seals? Ten years. I could have just gave up one of those years. I could have said I quit one of those years. I could have said it's over with one of those years. But I had a promise coming down that dusty road. Although it didn't look like anything was going to happen. Faith said that it was going to happen. And we moved and we acted like it was going to happen. And God did what he said he was going to do. It may not come when you want it. It may take a few months. It may take a few weeks. Or it may can even take 10 years. But it's going to come to pass. And when it comes to pass, God will do exactly what he said. I'm going to lift your hands to heaven right now. I'm on in the name of Jesus. Because people feel like God has forgotten about them. Because people feel like God maybe took an exit and left and maybe I don't have a promise. And then you see folks just give up. And then you see folks just walk off. And then you see folks become stagnant and lukewarm. And then you see them not even care anymore because they don't feel like they got any purpose. And they don't feel like they got any promises. But if God said he was going to do it, he is still going to do it. Well, what if he don't do it this year? Then he just don't do it this year. But I can promise you before you close your eyes and go to glory, you'll see the promises of God because when God said he'll do it, he exactly do what he said. He will do it. 
I don't feel like I got a promise and I don't feel like God is moving on my behalf and it don't look like this and it don't look like that. Sometimes it's not going to look like it but I, you just got to know you heard the voice of God. I might be preaching the empty pews at times but I know that God said he was going to grow my church. I might be preaching amen to a few folks that respond but I know God is going to send some hungry people that want to move of God. I know God is going to send people. Amen. That just don't want to sit on church pews. Amen. And just don't want to look pretty. God has sent some people. Amen. That want to get into the presence of God. God has sent some people that are hungry for Bible studies. God has sent some people that are hungry and reaching a lost and dying world. God has sent those people. Amen. That just don't want to be stagnant and comfortable. But I want to be on fire for God. I don't want to be cold. I don't want to be lukewarm. But I said I want to be on fire. I want to be on fire for God. People, I've witnessed people backslide. Leave the church because they feel like they don't have a promise. I've seen people, friends of mine, amen, leave the church. Amen, because their spouse didn't want them in the church. I seen some of my closest friends. One of my friends said, he said, the devil gonna have to work real hard. If he wants to get me out of church, he's gonna have to work real hard. It didn't look like he had to clock in to be quite honest with you he was there one second and then he was out the next can I tell somebody something you still better wait on the Lord but as you're waiting on the Lord you need to seek the face of God as you're waiting on the Lord you need to still be in prayer you need to still be in fasting ah you still amen gotta be obedient to the word of God even though you're waiting I will worship while I'm waiting I will dance while I'm waiting. I will leap for joy while I'm waiting. I never figured it out. I never thought. I, I never thought I'd be in a position, amen, to where I was facing, amen, with an uncertain time. I was in Louisiana, and I was preaching a revival. And as I'm preaching a revival, uh, the Lord spoke to me on a Sunday night, amen, and told me, uh, brother, this is what the Lord said. I ended up having to tell my wife at all. The Lord says, your wife is pregnant. And so I tell my wife, you just imagine this. So I tell my wife, I tell her sister Latoya, she said, yeah, it was a Monday. I said, the Lord spoke to me Sunday night, and he told me that you were pregnant. And she said, am I really? I said, yes, you are. I'm getting you a test. And I left the house. Just imagine, you, you want to be in Brother Seal's shoes for a day? Sister Latoya, you're pregnant. Huh? She ain't here. She's viewing this. So, so I, I got 24 hours to get back home. And that week, that week, uh, that week I'm just praying. I'm thinking, oh, Lord, thank you. And then I'm trying not to tell anybody. Have you ever tried to keep a secret and you just can't keep that? I said, I'm only going to tell one person. And I ended up telling about 40, 50. I said, whoops. Oops, felt impressed of the Lord to stop telling people. And so, I'm, I'm telling you, I felt impressed. And that's why I felt impressed. So as, I'm, as we go to the doctor and they find out she's four weeks pregnant, I'm thinking, God, amen. And, and Wednesday, Thursday, 
Friday, I just felt very uncertain about things. And I just began to inquire of the Lord. And I seen some things I knew. I prayed about some things. And I, I just knew something was getting ready to happen. And it wasn't going to be nice on my end. And so uh, on a Saturday evening, about 2 o'clock, I just finished up my fast. My wife ended up having a miscarriage. We take her to the hospital. Amen. And we they, they, they told her that she was miscarrying. And after we're going back home, and I'm asking God, Lord, what in the world is going on? And I'm telling you, I heard absolutely nothing. And so that Sunday morning, as I'm getting ready to go to church, I'm getting somewhere. As I'm getting ready, I'm getting dressed, and I'm on my way to church. I told my wife, I said, you stay here. I'm going to church. And my wife said, no, I don't want to stay here. I'm going to church with you. Amen. And so she hopped in that vehicle, and she goes to church with me. And as the praise and worshiping began to happen, the Holy Ghost was moving and the Lord spoke to me and I, the Lord said get uncomfortable in your worship and I said how do I get uncomfortable in my worship and I looked at my wife and I said I feel the Lord telling me that we need to get uncomfortable in my in our worship because honestly we were just standing there we was hurt and we was confused and I didn't know what to do and the Lord is telling me to worship and I feel like everything's falling apart and the Lord is telling me to worship and I want to walk out the door and the Lord is telling me to worship and I don't even feel like preaching that morning and the Lord is telling me to worship brother says what did you do I didn't just sit there we stood up and we begin to worship we begin to dance we begin to leap for joy I have my wife can worship in the middle of a miscarriage ain't nobody in the sanctuary got any excuse for why you can't give everything you got to the Lord hey man you ain't got no reason for why you can't worship you got no reason for why you can't lift your hands and so I'm asking the Lord Lord what do I do just worship and that's what I did I just worshipped in the midst of the confusion in the midst of the hurt I just worshipped in the midst of not knowing what was going on I just worship in the middle of wanting to give up I just worship and the Holy Ghost spoke to me and said it is a miracle in a tragedy if you will see my son today oh Joseph is two months old if you will see him today that is a miracle we suffered the tragedy to get to the miracle you might have to suffer some things to get to your blessing you might have to suffer some things to get to your promise you might have to suffer some things to get to your location but when you get there God's going to provide it when you get there God's going to make a way when you get there all you got to do is worship now worship your way in the storm worship your way out of it worship today Stand with me all over this congregation right now. Come on, lift your voice. I feel the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody, in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody, in the name of Jesus. There's a promise coming down that dusty road. Oh, there's still a promise. There's still a promise. Oh, God, there's still a promise. Oh, when I sit all over this congregation right now, I'm going to lift your voice to the Lord. There's a promise coming down. Come on, I say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The promises of God are yea and amen. 
Oh, it's saying amen. It's going to come to pass. Oh, it's going to happen. God is going to do it. Oh, God is still going to perform his word. I can get somebody on this piano tonight. I'm telling somebody that there's a promise with your name on it. Come on. There's a promise coming down that dusty road. In the midst of all the issues of life, there's still a promise. Just because you fell short don't mean you lost your promise. Just because we're in a pandemic don't mean you lost your promise. No, just because life has took a turn, that don't mean you lost your promise. It's the devil that gets you into a place to make you feel like God has forgotten about you. It is the devil's job, J-O-B, to get you to a point that you feel like maybe God is not going to do what he said. But I want somebody to understand tonight that if God said he was going to do it, if God promised you he was going to do it, regardless on what it is, regardless on what it is and where it's said, regardless, if God said he was going to do it, that he is still going to do it. We, regardless on what it looks like regardless on how many times you weep regardless on how many times you cry regardless on how many times you don't feel like worshiping I didn't feel like worshiping I felt like just going back home and laying in the bed but God said worship your way through it what you saying brother Seals we're going to worship our way through it we're going to praise our way through it we're going to lift up our voice and sing for joy Come on, we're going to give it everything we got now lift your hands to heaven right now all across this sanctuary and lift your voice there's a promise coming down that dusty road God is still going to do what he said regardless if I gotta march seven times I'm gonna march and I'm gonna walk around those walls until they fall and I possess the promise regardless of how long it takes I gotta get to a place in God and my Holy Ghost I feel and many of you have a promise of God and it's not prophetic this is just common sense but what I feel is that the enemy wants you to feel like you don't have a promise that you don't have a purpose and if he can keep you in your pew if he can keep you in your comfort zone if he can keep you in a place to where you leave this place tonight without a breakthrough then that's just what he'll do but I want you to understand that where the spirit of the Lord is there's liberty there's a freedom in the sanctuary right now there's a liberty in the sanctuary right now well brother says I don't feel like that because you're not in tune enough when you get in tune enough you'll feel there is something moving at first apostolic church God is on the move so what I want us to do hey man with eyes and with hands lifted right now hey man I don't want nobody looking around Amen. But if you felt like that this message was to you, 
Amen. If you felt like you got a promise and God has spoken some things to you that have yet to come to pass. Nobody's looking around. I want us to become to walk towards these altars. And I want us to begin to fill these altars right now. You feel like God has spoken to you. You know God has spoken to you. I want us to begin to walk towards these altars right now. I don't know what you're going through. Amen. I may be the only one at the altar, but I'm going to get there. But when I get there, I know that God is going to move. I know that God is going to deliver. I know that God is going to set free. Where are the people at that got a promise from God? And the devil had tried to take away my promise. The devil had tried to take away my faith. But if God sent this preacher to tell you, hold on a little while longer. It's going to come to pass. Hold on. Uh, the Lord said somebody's holding back tonight. Amen. Somebody's holding back tonight. If you would give it everything you got, you'll see a shifting and you'll see a change in your life. Come on, somebody, in the name of Jesus. All over this sanctuary, act like you got a promise. I got a promise coming down that dusty road. Joel worship in the midst of what he was going through. You worship in the midst of what you're going through. And watch what God does as they begin to sing and play. I wonder if you will begin to leap and worship the Lord and give it everything you got in this sanctuary. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about our services and activities, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the username FACMC. Again, that's FACMC. Thank you and have a blessed day.